0: Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. This is the morning sickness and off and going uh, for another perfect June day for another couple days and it gets hot again. But Jesus, what a perfect June. I've lived here for a long, 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 long time. I don't think I've ever seen it this nice. In June before. It's, it's amazing. The mornings are
1: great. I think everyone in this city said, wow, this is unbelievable yesterday.
0: Yeah. Oh, everybody was wandering around looking at each other like, what do we do? What? we? How are we going to pay for this? That's what I always think a nice June, nice July is how are we going to pay for this? And it's usually 100 degree Thanksgiving. But whatever. I'll take it. It's perfect. That's Uh, uh first question is, uh, after looking at all the emails, how are you doing, Brady? Good. Good. Everything's yeah, hanging Yeah, the
1: outpouring in. of uh, support and
0: love teas and peas. yeah got a lot of teas and peas.
1: was uh just well, like you said nice. i know you've gone through it with uh dogs and oh, yeah. with your mom yeah. it is we have a cool crew, we do. Uh, crew yeah, we do of ghouls
0: yep we're in this together we are we as we used to say years and years ago uh it's uh very true and it kind of i got a lot of them, people asking me i don't know brady's email how is he and i'm just Got tired of it, so I started texting back. He hung himself. I, I don't need this crap. Underwater. I, I got I I things I got to take care of. You're not going to take the time to learn the man's email. B. Bogan at ninety eight KUPD com. And if, you know Brady will get tired of it eventually too. But it's very nice of all of you. It is. It really is a. If the outpouring to me on behalf of you is uh, any indication, you know you're getting swamped, which is you know no fun. If you don't know, Brady lost his father over the weekend, so it was a. You know, meh kind of thing and uh, kind of followed him around for a few days, but he's handling it beautifully.
1: Wish I could remember the uh, guy's name. I'll have to double check, but he always says, look, uh, you know, send my condolences out to you and your family. Right. Go blue. <laughs> and <he gives> <laughs> <Michigan> <laughs> just a dick over just a little rip on you, yeah. but uh it's typical, another guy.
0: Typical of an Ann Arbor freak. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, it's what you would do, though. Yeah, yep. You'd you'd send him a picture of Brutus, the Buckeye.
1: At
2: least this guy's still here to see the next game. <laughs> you
0: know, one of those deals. Yeah, those Ohio State Michigan rivalry people are evil. Uh, well, that's good. Good, and uh, again, uh, the listeners are too cool. So, uh, thanks. in uh, Brady's words. Um, I, I'm I, last night. I was watching the the Heat and the Nuggets. It was just a you know a really good game. Actually, a, the referees just might as well taken the night off. There's I don't know what was going on in that third and fourth quarter. where are just allowed to do anything you want, and then. Giant review of a play that was so clearly not a foul that became a foul, and it was it was weird. Like it was. Uh, I'm going
1: to contact Mark Davis.
0: Yeah, you that. played golf with Mark Davis. He was the one on the call, and it just didn't make any sense. And it felt like, oh, the fix is in. Like this close game, they're going to they keep can't. Miami around. And you started to wonder, like, how in the world do you review that play? And then, of course, Denver walks away with the win and everything else. And kind of knew that was going to happen, little gentleman sweep. But what I didn't know would happen. Uh, was that we would see Nikola Jokic's family as much as we did. He's got a 6-foot, 10-inch brother that might weigh 450 pounds that lifted him off the ground like he was a feather. Saw Riff, that. Grabbed yeah. Nikola and just picked him up and started to bounce around like a baby. Then a giant uh, infant appeared on my the screen. The Joker baby. The Joker baby. The, and the and the woman that gave birth to the Joker baby was not, was not big, but the Joker baby showed up. And they're going to make another one. This thing... I'm like, well, that's a that's a 4-foot infant. You can tell it's still a baby. Joker put his hat on it and it bobbed around its head and it didn't have any brains yet, so it was trying to figure out how to get the hat off its eyes and held strong the whole time. I thought for
1: sure it'd be crying oh, like crazy."
0: No, Serbian babies don't cry. Yeah, they don't. They fight. And uh they have no emotions evidently cuz Joker won the MVP zero emotions. That's, you know, a detriment to his future as uh, trying to sell the guy. But this giant baby was on there, and then they said, "Oh, look at this baby! She is really and was she? The thing is already the size of most fourth grade boys. It's going to be the biggest girl in the history of babies." It reminded me of the early '90s, and I asked you guys online of when the uh, the giant baby craze. Remember the that super babies? Super babies were a thing, and 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 I there's no hint of them. Because it got me thinking last night. I said, what happened to the Super Babies of the 90s? You couldn't, in the early 90s, you could not open a magazine. You couldn't turn on Maury uh, Povich in the early days without him going, today's show, Super Babies. The, and it was these babies that were 34 pounds in like two months. And they were fat and they were humongous. And the best I could figure was, as I tried to find them, like what happened to Super Babies? Like what happened to Maury Povich's Super Babies? What happened to... Uh, weekly World News Super Babies. Um, the best I could figure is it became sort of normal. <laughs> we That's just, what I'm wondering. We lost interest in fat babies because we all got so fat, and then the babies got fat too, and it wasn't uncommon to have like a 28, 30-pound, one-month-old that would... Remember when they'd sit them on the stage and Maury, and they looked like just f- six-year-olds, and they're like, this thing's four months old, and it's in a diaper, and it's doing baby stuff? And then the Saturday Night Live sketch where Chris Farley was a one of the super babies, and it was very funny. They don't. Uh, there's no follow up on super babies. I think we've got a new one in Joker, but it makes sense when a seven foot one inch man, who's got a little bit of a uh, you know, I guess his thyroid is it works a little hard because he's he's supposed to be a fat guy, but basketball keeps him doughy at best. You know. You see a seven-foot guy and a giant baby. That does that makes sense. But where are the super babies of the early '90s? And were we bamboozled? Were they real? He's keeping it old school. Yeah, he's going old <laughs> '90s. Old '90s fat babies.
1: I, from I, what I'm seeing, is like in 2022, seems to be 16 pounds. Yeah, yeah, but there's a. Well, here's one at 23 pounds. Okay, like I know, I know the, we uh,
0: have fat babies. Yeah, what but uh, happened a, to the 1990s babies. Where are they now? Yes.
1: Yeah, spe- There's especially no follow up. 63 pounder. Or yeah. Th-
0: there was one that was working the circuit. Like he was on the cover of People. He's on Maury. And he was kind of the one that opened her eyes to the end. And a bunch of moms came out and they think, that's a big fat baby. Mine's 54 pounds. He's been three weeks out of the, out of the box. And, and then they started having like shows where they put them all in a room and they'd make the super babies play and. But now there's like no super baby follow-up. My thought is it it might be too depressing, the super babies, is that they all had massive coronaries at like age five and croaked and nobody wants to know that. But I, you, there's no. You can Google all day, Brady. I've been doing it since last night. You, you Can't will not find, find it. Super I Baby just put follow-up. up.
1: Where is the 63 pound baby now? <laughs> right. I, I went through
0: all of it. I used Mori Povich. <laughs> I, I tried one? to use Russian like translations. It, they're all dead. That's all I could figure. That the the sadness of the Super Baby follow-up is because if anything, shouldn't Maury want to do it? It's been 30 years. He was the somewhat of the, the catalyst of Super Babies. Jerry Springer had him on. Should be a Netflix documentary. It should be an absolute show of some sort that says super babies, where are they 30 years later? Dead. They all died in their early teens at 5,000 pounds. Although, maybe, without saying something, the whole 600 pound life, 1,000 pound sister, you know, that show where that weird little Iranian doctor sucks fat out of people, maybe that's all super babies. And what happens to them is they do become like 800-pound people, and maybe Ralphie May was one of them. He was our age, though. We would have known that. We would have found out that Ralphie was a super baby at one point.
2: I was a super baby. You remember all the Lamari poets?
0: Maybe uh, Gary Payton's girlfriend from 600-pound sisters is one of them. It's got to be one of them. Maybe that's what happened to the super babies is they got grotesquely obese to a point where we just started the TLC network following them around going, but God, it would just be so great to see if any of them, Shed the weight and became something. Or like if you're watching a football game, you know he's a new fullback for the Carolina Panthers. You know, interesting story. He was on Maury Povich as a as a four week old. He was 83 pounds, and now he's a professional athlete. You don't see anything. You don't hear any successes or failures of the early '90s super babies. Those big fat pig babies were rolling around on that stage, and everybody acted like, oh, this. I don't know if it's cute or sad. And there's a name for it. I found it last night. It's uh uh damn it macro something or other uh damn it i wrote it down yeah it's like some uh oh i can't find it Uh, macro whatever whatever and it's any baby born that's over eight and three quarters pounds i'm one because i was almost a 10 pounder if I, i was like right at 10 pounds so macro something something so if you're over eight pounds but these babies were like born at 13 there was a baby uh born at uh 16 pounds in Russia last year. That's a pretty good-sized baby. That mother is dead. She's like a joke cigar down there now. That thing just exploded.
1: I just Googled heaviest baby ever born, and it was 1878. It was the first one that pulled up. 23 no. pounds, 9 ounces. I'm, <laughs> I'm not really. a beast. i got to
0: say, though. I'm not really trusting <laughs> whatever sort of OBGYN scale they were working down there in the 1870s that, might have been off a pound or two. Might have still had a horse hoof on it. Twenty-three pound baby, and how how dead? Was, well, again, back in the eighteen seventies, moms died like crazy during childbirth. So, you know, maybe they just let that thing split her in half and said, "That's ah, cost of making babies." But twenty-three pound baby is three full babies at once. That's almost four full babies at once. But Joker's baby. When they said that thing was a girl, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was horrifying.
1: Two-year-old, four-foot-tall. They had they had gaggles of them.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. U P D. Holmberg's morning sickness. But anyway, that yeah, was, yeah, Joker's baby. And Joker held it too, and it looked like a baby in Joker's arms. Then you got to realize Nicola is seven foot one, like 290. This the baby in his arms that looks normal in your arms is, is you're just holding Brady. You're just hanging on to Brady for a few seconds, about 5'6, 285. You don't suppose we got too woke to make fun of fat babies, do you?
1: Maybe.
0: All right. This one said, Vincent has emailed it and said, I know what happened to one of the super babies. One of the boys grew up, had a pretty successful life, however, was recently arrested in Russia for drug possession. All right. (laughs) We moved on to different freaks, I suppose. He's saying it's Brittany Griner as a super baby. They never had tall, athletic ones. (laughs) Gruel or boy. Anyway, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets and uh, watch out for them. To do this all over again next year because they're pretty much bringing every. I was gonna say down.
2: they lock down for next season for the most part. Yeah, they
0: are. They are young. They are they're signed, uh, and health health is the only thing that's held them back. They they probably they probably have won prior to this in the last couple of years had they stayed healthy. So that's a scary good team and boring. A boring scary good team. They yeah. are they're a drag to watch. That that's fourth terrific. quarter though, you just can't beat them. It it was like it was like that that last I guess the second half actually was almost like watching nineties basketball again. The refs were letting them go. Oh, they didn't blow you know, whistle yeah. for anything, and when they did, it's like that's a foul. Like right. you finally like finally. I mean, they you never had a ticky tack moment no. where they, they they let those
1: dudes play. And Jimmy Jordan at the tail end tried yeah. to score all of them. <laughs> Jimmy buckets
0: <laughs> almost did it, and then just threw up the dumbest pass and the worst shot in the last. <laughs> He doesn't have his dad's jeans there he, with the finishing moves because.
1: his inner Chris Webber. He uh, yeah
0: he. If he's really Michael Jordan's kid, Jimmy Buckets, then uh, it was not on display in the last minute. He's. It's not. It didn't. It didn't uh, come out. Meanwhile, Michael sitting there going, "See, he told you. Name yeah, mine. That doesn't matter. would do that. There's no way. <laughs> I would never pass those jeans on. Uh, he passes terrible. My jeans were never passed to him. So, yeah, it was a pretty remarkable uh, little run there for the Nuggets. Basketball season is already over. If you think about it, it's been going on since the first week of October. It's a long season. Could have been the Suns, man. No, it couldn't have, because they they had a chance, Brady. (laughs) They were in it. They they couldn't have. And any Suns fan that says, oh, it could have been, should have, nope, nope. Denver beat you. You had your chance. And, again, the argument back in, the Nuggets lost four games in the entire playoffs, two of them to the Suns. And the Suns, just because of the way they lost their last game, are clean in house. New coaches, new this, new that, new attitude, going to have a new roster outside of two guys for sure. Uh, and there's an argument to be made. You gave them their best run. You gave, by far, the what turned out to be the best team in basketball, a good run. You just got shellacked by them in that last game when you had a couple pretty good size injuries going. I hope DeAndre was watching the game yesterday and seeing how the, how people actually rebound and no. play defense and he, stuff. I mean, I, I guarantee you there was one point on NBA TV where uh, I forget who said it said, "Man, I hope big men are watching." Cuz that's how a big man's supposed to play the game on the pick and roll. You go one-on-one and you yeah. you beat down this little guy that's that that has transferred to you in the switch and you make him pay for switching a small guy and a big guy. And he goes and he looks at the thing and he goes, "A lot of you guys out there don't play that way a lot of bigs don't play that way and you've got to dominate and i just thought dominating took his gaming headphones off and said they talking about dominating they talking about about (laughs) dominating that's right you missed the message again deandre anyway future detroit piston in my opinion deandre that's my hope anyway basketball is gone and don't look now Everybody's got their you know hopes pinned to the Suns bringing a championship to the city. The Diamondbacks team is crushing. Did it again last night. Played another good game. And uh, I did watch. Did they blow it in the end? It was nine to seven when I stopped watching. They were playing the Phillies. But now they won. They're in first place and uh, best record in the National League. Only you know a handful of people in the city know two or three players. You know Zach Gallon. You know this Corbin Carroll kid who's going to win Rookie of the Year, no question. Maybe maybe can rattle off a couple other players. Not too many. Christian Walker. I I can't. And I sheriff. Watch him. I watch Not him. sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff. You got the sheriff. <laughs> Longoria. You got. That's it. So Diamondbacks might be the ones that sneak in there and make the make the city have parades. I don't know. Hard to argue at this point because they're buyers. They're going to go get themselves more players. Ah, sports keeps Trip, us busy. Trips got to be losing his mind. They're four oh, ahead I of the know. Dodgers. <laughs> Well, the Dodgers are almost in a year-off year too. Yeah. They're kind of in that. Let's kind of figure it out, and we'll still be good, but we won't be dominant. Keep They're it, buyers too. Keep They're it going
1: guys. after the after the break. It's the key. The key is and what what, what do you do? Stride.
0: Do you go and get closers? Do you get a new starter? Do you what do you what are you going to get? They're hitting the ball. You almost don't sure. want to mess with it, right? It's working. Leave it. Yeah, and just go get a closer. That's all I think. That's the only move you really need to make. Diamondbacks are pretty darn good. Uh, it's a yeah. Maybe the giant babies will start showing up again at uh, all sporting events, and we can start paying attention to that. Never saw one. I saw a giant baby at Tony Roma's one, well. and that was again in the early '90s when the giant. Maybe there was some sort of fertility thing, and you know people were taking those, and giant babies were all coming out instead of like multiple babies, and it stopped because, and then it just became a. Well, there tole- you go. Toledo found this. Toledo found something. Mm-hmm.
2: Shows that were focused around families. Who were struggling to help their overweight children? This is twenty Just years ask later. the Creators of South Park—they know all about those shows. Anyway, on what? one of those episodes, we met a ten-month-old baby named Myvern, and she weighed oh. forty pounds. <laughs> Ten months, <laughs> Look at her. forty pounds—that's as <laughs> much as average five. years. It
0: is Lizzo today. See, sadly,
2: Myvern's mother. Well, <laughs> oh, now Danielle, we got another one. Was at odds with her own
0: mother, Laverne. We're, we're narrowing down <laughs> all <laughs> of Maureen's old baby. Was
2: insisting on feeding Myvern adult food like chicken wings. And sardines.
0: Can babies eat that's chicken much. wings? They have Watch. teeth, right? you, you try effective. to
1: cut, cut
0: out what she eats...
1: Chicken wings? She tell me to leave her alone. I'm going to feed her anyway. This is my grandbaby. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I I'm gonna keep her. So much. You can to
0: feed her Let <laughs> <feed her what laughs> right, me see her 20 years later.
1: Here now.
0: She's got to right, eat her mashed potatoes and her chicken wings. I've never seen a baby eat a chicken wing, but right now if you have an infant... And some chicken wings handy. No, I would like to see that. At 10 months. Mm, how do they know somebody... how to work the bone? Well, God, that sounded They're really real. bad. I need to rephrase that. They're going bone I don't care. They didn't tell me that,
1: so I'm going to keep on feeding them. They didn't. <laughs> <So they> you <laughs> told me, mama. So no,
0: one, no one told, told you you'd have a giant fat baby? Diet.
2: Mama it's- always... Told me the story, and I watched the. No, oh, there she is. I don't remember being there physically, I but bet. I watched the
0: show. Jimmy dinner. Dean sausages and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! More oh, laid out of the platter. In <laughs> the baby's waking I high <laughs> oh, room. Oh, that's back great. In
2: 2018, I have a five-year-old daughter. Her name is Mackenzie, and I just she decided in my to be for day. Apartment. Well, terrific! <laughs> and, and tell me about your lifestyle. Is it healthier than? Than back in the days of chicken wings and, and sardines.
0: That's Braces, Maury. eating chicken wings. Oh yeah. Okay. All right, Maury. I'm not going to follow. I'm going to watch but, this whole episode. Yeah, Maury asking, "She's still eating a lot of chicken." <laughs> I still eat my chicken, Mori. See, there's yes. another one. Okay. There's there's multiple 20 year. Oh, the, Holy whoa. smokes! What's that, baby? Michelin the Man.
2: The Andrea.
0: That's Lizzo.
2: Thirty pounds. Was already wearing toddler sized clothes. At five months.
0: Oh my God! She's a beauty, isn't she? But no, look at no. that, that beast! No, spear. she's not a beauty. She is. Scary? Is, <laughs> uh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. She's the <laughs> black Michelin baby. The first
2: thing the public does. Oh is my Lord! A baby, in a, and what do they think? That they you're think? automatically overfeeding? It's, over feet <laughs> feet it's and eaten. And I used it looks to like, like Carmelo Anthony. Gotcha. Like that, Got until you. it to me, and now I'm on the other side. Oh my God! All right, wow. Let's see the follow-up.
1: Twenty years later.
0: Hey,
2: Maury, it's Princesa. She looks great. The the
1: mom, oh, it is.
0: Oh, you're right, Brady's right. Princess was the mom.
2: My infant daughter, DeAndrea. It was, I don't really remember being on the show, but my parents did have a VCR and I
0: remember watching it way long ago. Let's see her. Oh, yeah, she's still still thick. That's a big girl. She looks the same. So, let me ask you real quick you guys still eating chicken?
1: (laughs) chicken? It's irrelevant, Maury, but yes,
0: (laughs) yes. I've turned them in Ed McMahon, I don't know why.
1: And sardines.
0: I'm going to be watching these today. Well, because uh, you just put a, a bunch of... But look, kids have warnings on toys not to eat them. If you put something on the table, they're going to just push it in their mouth. But chicken wings are the most dangerous baby food I think I've ever heard of in my life. Why not just feed them some tr- fresh caught trout? Yeah, Watch for fine, the baby bones. The fine bones. <laughs> Here, here's the three most dangerous things you can eat. Man. Chicken wings in a baby's hand. I, we're going to Hooters, and it's going to be infant. day. That fish
1: day. comes out like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <Who's the skeleton? laughs>
0: You're still eating fish whole and chicken and such? Boy, there's a bunch of fat kids on here. Is it Meet a four-year-old who's 115 pounds? That's, I uh, mean, it's awesome. All right, well, wow. the Toledo did it. Good job, Richard. I searched high and low last night after Nikola Jokic's giant fat baby was on TV. And it understandably giant baby. Giants made this baby. When two giants get together and make a baby, or at least one giant, good possibility you're going to have a giant baby. Man, I those Maury shows, that got me through a lot of uh, night shifts at Tony Roma's when I had to work at night and I'd wake up at like 2 in the afternoon and pop the TV on the first thing I saw was Maury and I'd just wake up chuckling. These giant fat babies just... And Maury, Maury's been th- the most legendary passive-aggressive Set in the history of television. Whatever the issue the person has, he's got a charcuterie of it backstage. <laughs> the baby was like, You feed, and he's admonishing you, feed your baby chicken wings and sausage patties. And then they show the baby backstage with just a table. On. Nothing, nothing but uh, just giant grand slam sa- breakfasts, right. moons over Miami. I <laughs> mean, right. They get the baby in a uh, handkerchief around its neck, just ready to slop. All birds morning sickness.
2: Disgusting.
0: They smell, they're sticky. They say things that are horrible. UPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I can't believe anybody would do that. Let's see what your baby's up to now. Oh my God, he's eating a whole bucket of KFC. <laughs> do you guys like KFC? We'll be right back. Horrible. Yeah, big LaCruise fat baby. Is
1: like, At least we garnished it with lettuce. It's sitting on lettuce.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. We gave him, We gave, you know, all the food groups were wrapped I got some eggnog in there for the dairy, and yeah, all right. Well, good. We got I got a little answer. I couldn't search any of it. I tried to find. I did reunions of fat babies, Moripovich Povich, fat babies, and it just kept coming up nothing.
1: Okay. I think there's um, some truth to the fact that, uh, used to that volume now. I think we kids are, are four years old. Big
0: fat oh, baby. Yeah, you can't shame it's them a bigger anymore. kid. Remember, you that used to be a good thing. You used to be, look, oh, your baby's way too fat. Doctors said that to my mom the day I was born. He's on a diet. He's too fat. Ten-pound babies are bad. Like, this is a bad thing. Monitor the heart and stuff like that. I was a fat baby. And they used to be able to tell you, your baby's too fat. You got a fat kid.
2: He's not man, It's just part of his makeup.
0: All right. But part of his makeup is that he's fat.
2: I feed him nothing but strength.
0: People do that with their dogs. My buddy Mark's dogs are all big and fat. I don't know how they get so fat. And then you just watch them throwing. Like whole hams and things out the back door, and like. Well, I <laughs> think that might be the reason why. It's crazy. Anyway, if you've got a big fat baby, you know, I know body positivity is more important than health nowadays, but not a bad idea to get it on a on a quick diet. At least give it a a, a chance for crying out loud. Forty what? what Forty four pounds at five months is what he said about that? yeah. Princetta's daughter, <laughs> Princetta? <laughs> DeAndrea. DeAndrea was the baby. But yeah. Fransetta Which one was eating the chicken wings? All right. That's enough.
2: <laughs> hey, Maury asked I know, and I didn't.
0: I know, but I think we all know the answer to that was everyone. <laughs> everyone, was everyone. Eating, <laughs> everyone was eating the chicken wings. There was an abundance of wings and yeah. uh, the kids were not being, they were not wanting for wings. That's for sure. So. She's still eating the chicken wings. <laughs> Maury, just, Maury just drops that anvil. <laughs> So it's big, big, fat baby of yours still crushing chicken wings and greens and such. What about fruit? Yeah, anything, (laughs) which fruits are its favorite? I'm going to have a list. I've written down two answers and I've put it in my pocket. New answer. Favorite fruit. I'm going to pull my answer out like Karnak. (laughs) Fruit roll-ups and strawberry ice cream. (laughs)
1: That
0: is not what I wrote down. (laughs) Strawberry ice cream is its favorite (laughs) fruit.
1: <laughs> ah,
0: giant babies. I was fascinated with them in the 90s. I forgot about them until Choker's baby last night. And Toledo's done yeoman's work making sure that we found at least two. Maury did two follow ups. I don't know if he could do a follow up now. Because if they were huge still, he couldn't say so. He'd be like, Good for you. Like that's what you say to somebody who's fat now.
1: Good for you. He couldn't ask him about chicken wings again?
0: No. <laughs> Looks like you're still crushing the wings. Good for you. <laughs> You can't say that anymore because the Lizzo, Lizzo changed everything. You can't uh, you, c- you can't look at a big person and say. As a doctor, I'm sure they go in and go, "Wow, congratulations! you've lost 30 or gained 37 pounds since your last visit. Good for you. <laughs> You're going to be an influencer. I saw an influencer on TV yesterday, uh, bitching about airlines charging double for two seats when you hang over. And you know what she? You know what she does for a living? She's a uh, a plus size travel influencer. Nice. Uh, she so tells, how was that? Well, she, and you know what? Kudos to this idea because there's a lot of them out there. She's talking to a big market. Uh, I mean that quite literally.
1: <laughs> how she cuts corners. And, yeah, uh, yeah. How to
0: travel where it's good for fat. Like going where the fat's friendly. You know. Yeah. Don't fly in my flight. Yeah. Right. Just this stay off of <laughs> has the best snacks. <laughs> Essentially, it was how to avoid Brett Vestley <laughs> when you're vacationing. <laughs> Move your fat ass out of my seat. I swear to God. If you take that middle seat, so help me. One more chunk of (laughs) you touches me. So she's sitting in her seat, and her big argument was I don't, it's not fair that a small person and I have to pay the same or have to, would have to pay different prices for the same experience. So she's considering the flight from, you know, Phoenix to Dallas as an experience everyone goes through the same. But unless you sat next to her, I mean, that would be a horrible experience. So, I mean, it seems like such a simple rule, and I'm on the airline side of if you take up two seats, you pay for two seats. But she wants uh, essentially bariatric seating. She wants a couple of big couches back there for the biggins, and she wants it to be the same price because everybody's going the same direction. And I argue back, well, then first class is stupid to you because that's, that is what you're asking for. You're just not willing to pay the fee. What you want is a freebie and coach. To have first class seats so you can blob out. If you want to go in the big chairs, you got to be pretty fat to blob over a first class seat. You got to be huge, actually. Yeah. Right? So I, they they already offer gigantic amazing seats. Amazing that
1: happens. Right.
0: But they, airlines, most of them, not Southwest, but a lot of airlines she's talking about, offer big gal seating, as they call it now. <laughs> and uh, you just have to pay a little extra. I pay extra. For first class, so I don't get stuck. I very rarely travel in threes. You got it made. you got a family. You can take up a whole aisle. That actually makes things better. Yeah, You know who's in every seat. I, I usually travel in only twos.
1: And, and you that, that mystery that guest. That
0: mystery guest. There's going to be a mystery guest, and they fill all the planes now. And I don't want the mystery guest to come, you know, blanking over there, popping zits, spitting and loogies. And the two in. of
1: you, um, you know, Megan's okay with taking the middle? She's got no choice. Yeah.
0: I'm a window guy. I like windows or aisles. Aisles are fine, too, but I prefer the window. Uh, but, yeah, I have no issue with that just because I know who's sitting next to me. When I fly alone, I, uh, I take the aisle because you can lean away from the, the – I'm, I'm usually the mystery guest if I fly alone. Yeah. But I fly JSX most of the time, and they have a row of ones. And that is the best for isolationists like me. That one, that (laughs) the entire side of the plane is just one seat per aisle. And I love that side of the plane. So nice. But yeah, if you're getting, you know, you're doubled down. But she is a, it's a great thing, though. So she does a bunch of uh, travel blogs for when you're gigantic and what cities are, like, because I can't imagine going to Europe and stuff where they got those little tiny cabs and, You know, tiny little rooms, and you don't realize how little all that old stuff is. If you're going back to Rome, and the hotel rooms are the, they're like seven by nine. The bed is all you
1: get. And And they're finally coming around to the um, uh, showers, because they're mostly tubs, and you'd have the hand wand on some of those. But now they're starting to get I, uh,
0: i I don't know. I've not seen that. But I know for a fact that it was always uncomfortable. Like the bathroom. I watch those International House Hunter shows. It's all practical. Everything's tiny. Like the kitchen's real little, the bathrooms are a sink, a toilet, and a shower. And uh, us Americans, we'd barely fit in that. But especially them giant babies all grows up. But she's probably making a killing. Because to be a plus-size travel influencer, and she quit her job so she could fat fly all over the place and tell you how bad things can get for her. But they showed a picture of her, and she is two seats on an American thing. And she goes, and... The average width of an airline seat is seventeen and a half inches.
1: I think it's the same one I saw her uh, most recently. There was a post of her getting down the aisle.
0: Oh, it's just got to be a disaster if she's late. If she's like what you pulled the other day, Brett, when you were flying yeah. and you were the last one on the plane, that thing just taking glasses off, knocking sideways hats, for sure, knocking down mailboxes, got broad in the car, <laughs> got a broad in the in car. The car. <laughs> And then you just see that coming, and you're, you're a plane of 142 souls. And you're looking around going, hey. Is this her? We're the only aisle. Yeah, I think that is her. We're the only aisle that doesn't have a full aisle. Yeah. I think that's her. And then you see that coming down, realizing you're the only open seat in the entire plane, and she comes rolling at you. Oh, that's her? No, I don't think that's her. Oh, I was going to say, she needs a C-130, not a 727. (laughs) No way. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Uh, After a while, that all looks the same to me. Uh, Gigantic women in thongs uh, all look the same to me. I can't differentiate faces. No, she's, she's, I, I didn't see any pictures of her on the beach in a thong like you showed me, thanks. <laughs> but I did see uh, like a lot of her travel stuff and like she went to play like places that have big beds and it was, it was probably useful if you're over 400 pounds, but, and the deal is she's like, she wants the airlines to, you know, change everything for her. That's in like, Asia, no. no,
1: no shot of getting in those little hostel no. beds that you wrote.
0: Nope. You're not going there. Now, why do the airlines have to change? Because America's getting bigger. Yeah, well, we're still packing in there. And I, I'm only mad when the airlines don't charge double for somebody that's clearly moved over. If you're, They used to do it for the, the flight attendants when we used to call them stewardesses. You had to walk down the aisle of the plane straight, no sideways walking. And if your hips banged into the sides, you had to take a few days off and uh, work on that. I, my friend worked for Southwest Airlines. He's like, it's weird. Like when you walk down the aisle, you have to walk straight down. No spinning, no sideways. This is like early nineties, mid nineties. And uh it's like yeah, you, you can't go side to side. You have to go straight. And if you if your hips are banging into people, you can't you can't be a, attended. That, that was, was pretty one of the standard tests.
1: to get hip checked. Oh, I'm the getting eye. crushed.
0: You, the JSX, by the way, has stunning human beings as their one of the girls was a model. Well, we were clapping for her and stuff when she'd bring drinks. She was amazing. Oh, oh look at her go! You just heard ding, 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 ding. People just requesting. I was just curious. Uh, what's your favorite movie?
1: Oh, that's not the type of questions I answer, sir.
0: I'm just asking.
1: And she does it on roller skates. which oh, it's amazing in was, the air.
0: She was mind numbing. Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in a bikini. It's amazing. That's how I saw her at least. It was. She was hot. And, then, and she was so hot that when I brought her up after my my JSX flight, I'm like, the, the stewardess, I wasn't going to call them waitresses, the flight attendant was just magnificently pretty girl. And the guy's like, I don't know who that is. And he fired over pictures of her immediately, and it was her. She's won all sorts of awards for being the hottest JSX employee ever. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty good. What, what a cool uh, gift they give the JSX Congrats. employees. The smoking hot one. The last JSX flight I was on, the stewardess was on her last flight. She's not going to be a stewardess anymore. And, uh, she was beautiful too. And she was all done. And then the place gave her a big round of applause. I don't think JSX can have gigantic flight attendants because the plane's so little, they'd look, that you'd look twice as big. Crazy. Anyway, giant babies. Congratulations to the nuggets and that gigantic nugget that fell out of Nicola Joker's wife. What a big kid. And if you had one of those 90s fat babies, or you were one of those 90s fat babies, you know, you could have been, uh, I'd love to see you today. And I got one question for you. You still eating that chicken? (laughs) Maury's follow-up. 20 years later, that's all he wants to know. Great, great. You got a job? Good. You still pounding chicken like there's no tomorrow? You know it, Maury. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98-K-U-P-D. Wake up! out of control now. you You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBQ.com.